0: Well, this morning I want to uh, bring a message that I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart for this week. Uh, Many of you know that uh, starting tomorrow, I'm heading off on vacation, so uh, be praying for us. Uh, We're gonna be gone for a couple weeks, but we've got some great speakers coming in. I got uh, Jack Harper is going to be here next week. He is our district men's director, and they're also uh, him and his wife, Sheila, are uh, head over Save One, which is a ministry to those who have been affected by abortion. Um, Sheila is, has had an abortion in her past, and God laid it upon her to start a ministry to help those who are affected, not just the women, but the men as well, the whole family, because everyone is affected by that uh, horrible thing that happens sometimes in our lives, but God heals and delivers and sets us free from, the, from the, the hurt of all of that that takes place. And so uh, please be here. Uh, Sheila has actually been one that has gone before the United Nations and spoke on this subject. So uh, it's a powerful, gonna be a powerful service next week. You don't wanna miss it. They're, uh, they're gonna come in and just uh, preach the word and just uh, share their hearts with you. Uh, they actually have just recently stepped down from their church. Uh, as lead pastors and are going full-time into Save One and uh, this ministry that God has has put upon their hearts and their lives uh, to do. And so please be here for that. The following week, Pastor Tiffany's going to be leading the service with the kid and and youth takeover. It's going to be a great time, so you don't want to miss that. Uh, And then right after that service, there'll be a meal, so you you don't want to miss the meal. Amen? Uh, I mean, when we meet, we eat here, right? Okay, all right. Some of you got it. But anyway, all right. But today, what I feel like the Lord laid on my heart was a formula for victory. How many of you want victory in your lives? How many of you want to live a victorious life over the devil? Amen. But how many of you are struggling? I mean, all of us struggle from time to time, don't we? Because sometimes we just don't know exactly what we're supposed to do in that situation or what's going on. And so today, I just want to give you a very simple formula for victory in your life. Are you ready for that? Okay. So here it is. James chapter 4. Turn with me to James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. And in these two passages, we're going to find the formula to be victorious. Okay, James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. I'll give you a chance to get there in your Bibles. I want everybody to be ready to receive the Word today. Amen? You don't have your Bible? You need to be bringing your Bible. I know we put it up on the screen, but you know what? It's always good to have it right there in front of you. Having the Word with you. Amen? All right. So James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8 say this. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. There it is. That's the formula. But let's walk through this today. Let me kind of get with you an illustration here. Can I get, uh, how about three of the guys from Teen Challenge? You want to volunteer today? Help me out. All right, back there. All right, you two right there. Yep, come on up. All right, you three, come on up here all right there we go all right so here's the thing they're going to learn this morning though you should always know what you're volunteering for before you volunteer (laughs) okay because one of you is going to be god you ready to be god today okay all right you stand right here okay one of you is just going to be an average guy and you're going to be right here in the middle and you can you guess what part you've got you're gonna be the devil. Yep. <laughs> you should have asked about that before you did it. You know, but that's okay. It's all right. We're just playing. Okay. All right. We don't think you're the devil or anything. All right. So uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna kind of illustrate this just a little bit this morning. Okay. Because I really want you to think about this. The scripture tells us the formula, but sometimes it's very difficult for us to actually do. And so I want to give you just a, an illustration here. Now, you're just an average Christian guy, right? And this is the devil over here. Now, when the devil attacks you and you're going to come at him, I want you to respond the way that you feel like you should respond to the devil coming at you. Can you do that? All right, you come at him like you're going to attack him. Like you're going to attack him. Come on. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay, right? Okay, there you go. All right. See, now that's that's our normal response, isn't it? Our normal response is I'm going to resist the devil right that's what he did right that he got in that kung-fu ready to you know karate chop him and that's what we feel like we should do but what does the scripture tell us first to do submit submit to God so what would that posture look like to you if you were to submit to God yeah he's God what would that what would you what kind of posture would you get in that you would say submit yeah like that right okay that's a good job stay right there all right <laughs> all right so now now think about this because what this scripture says is the first thing that you should do is submit to God that means you turn toward him and you're back towards who Now, our first response is, I don't ever turn my back to somebody. I know some guys, especially who've been in the military, like Larry Johnson, they don't like sitting in a restaurant with their back toward the door. They've been trained, you, just, you watch everything, you keep your eyes on everything. But see, this scripture tells us, submit to God, resist the devil, and then he will flee from you. Now, our response, our personal response, is to resist him ourselves. But the thing you need to understand is the Scripture tells us the way we resist the devil is we turn our back toward him and we look to God. You see what I'm saying? Many times we get this Scripture all mixed up and confused and we get it backwards and we're trying to do it in our own strength. And I can't resist the devil on my own. I'm not powerful enough. I can't do it in myself. He is a very powerful being. Amen? And he is very, very real. I didn't get as many amens. He is very, very real. I'm telling you, I have seen the effects of him in many, many lives, in many, many homes. I have seen him in ways that many of you probably have never seen before. But he is real and he is an enemy and he is out to get us. And if we want to be victorious, the first thing we have to do is submit to God. And that means we turn our back on him. But then what does the scripture say? As soon as we submit to God, turn our back on him, he runs away. He gets scared. You see, that's the whole thing is he gets scared when we get on our knees. He gets scared when we turn to God. He gets scared when we submit ourselves to God. Instead of us trying to fight him in our own strength, we've just got to look to God and submit to him and say, God, you're it. You're all that I need. You're all that I want. That's what I want. Because when we submit to him, then the devil has to flee, don't you? Has to run. He has to go. But then the next thing it tells us is this. It says, draw near to God and then he will draw near to you. So as soon as we do this, as soon as we submit ourselves, that's it, he's doing good, he's doing an illustration for me there. That's exactly what happens, is that as soon as we submit to God, we are drawing near to him, and he draws near to us. You see, the reason that the devil flees is because he sees God coming. Amen? Amen? It's sort of like that big dog behind somebody, you know. I mean, you you think they're running away because of you, but it's because of that big dog that's behind you, you know, that's coming after them. All right? I mean, that's what it's all about, folks, is we have to submit to God. We can't resist Him on our own, but as soon as we submit to God, draw near to Him, He draws near to us, and that devil has to flee. Amen? Let's give these guys a hand this morning. Thank you all for <laughs> illustrating for me. Thank you for being the devil. I hate- Somebody had to be the devil today. I'm sorry, Michael, but I appreciate it. You did a good job. All right. So with this scripture, I, I want to talk just to, for just another moment about how do we draw near to God? Because many times that becomes the question. I mean, yeah, I I, I say, God, I want you in my life. Yeah, I, I want you in my life. But but how do we really draw near to God? How, is, how does that really play out in our lives? Um, well, here's what he says. He says in the, the next verses on down there, um, let me see if I've got, can you throw that scripture back up there? All right, uh, give me the next one. All right, he says, draw near to God and he would draw near to you. Then he says, cleanse your hands, you sinners cleanse your hands you sinners now this is part of drawing near to God is cleansing our hands amen how many of you know that God wants us clean when we come into his presence right so then the question becomes okay how do I cleanse my hands how do I cleanse my hands well Scripture that I want to give you that I think will help you to understand this very clearly of what God means for us to cleanse our hands is this It's found in Ephesians chapter 5 verses 25 through 27 Now this one is normally related to marriage and and all that but but the the key of the verse here Really explains how we cleanse our hands It says in verse 25. It says husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her So, we're really talking about Christ, how Christ loved the church, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. So, see, how do you cleanse your hands? By the Word of God. By the Word of God. You see, that's how I cleanse myself. That's how I become clean, is through the Word of God. Now, many of us are like, well, yeah, okay, I read the Word, but I just don't really understand it, and I don't get it sometimes. I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, I don't i do not memorize like Rose does. You know, Rose got half the Bible memorized, I think. You know, she can spout off scripture to you one right after the other. And I don't have that, but many of us don't. But you know what, here's the thing. How many of you know that if you've got dirty hands, you go to the sink and what do you put on them? Soap, right? Now what does soap do? It removes the dirt. Now do you know how that happens? I mean, do you know all the ins and outs of it? Do you know all the chemical breakdown and all the makeup of, of what's taking place? And once you put that soap on there, what is it doing to those particles? And, and What is it doing? you guys know? No. You just put soap on there, you wash your hands, and the dirt comes off. You see, I don't have to know every detail in this analysis and all the theological understanding of the Word. I just got to get the Word into me. The Word does the job in my life. Now, that doesn't mean that we just, you know, I know enough Word, I don't need to read it. No, you need to be reading it. You need to be putting it in every time. Just like you wash your hands, you need to be reading the Word. All the time. Now, not like some men wash their hands, but like the ladies wash their hands, okay? (laughs) We need to be doing it all the time. We need to have the word coming into our lives because the word is what cleanses us. It cleanses our hands. It cleanses our hearts. It cleanses our minds. The word of God is what cleanses us. So if you want to draw near to God, you have to cleanse your hands, you sinners. And all of us are sinners. He's talking to everyone. All of us must be in the Word because the Word is the only thing that cleanses us, only thing that washes us, and makes us to a place where we can come before the throne of God, where we can get ourselves submitted to God. Because until I've got the Word in me, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. Right? I'm, I'm prone to sin, but i got to learn how to do what's right. Nobody has to teach me what's wrong. I know how to do that somebody's got to teach me what to do right and that's what the word does the word cleanses our hands and makes us draw near to him it brings us into his presence so the word of god is so important so then he says in the scripture he says purify your hearts you double-minded so this is another part of us drawing near to god is that we must purify our hearts. Now let me read a passage in 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 22. It says, having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth, for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart. So my understanding of a pure heart is one that wants to obey God amen that's what a pure heart is a pure heart is one that says i want to do what god wants me to do not what i want to do that's what a pure heart is and so purity comes through obedience a pure heart is one that wants to obey god rather than the flesh or the temptations of the devil You see, that's where I'm drawing near to God. Obedience is what purifies my heart. Obedience to the word that has cleansed my hands. Amen? So these two go together. I've got to have the word of God and I've got to have obedience to the word. I can't be just a hearer only, the scripture tells us. I can't just hear the words that say, do this, do that, do right, and then not do it because then I won't be drawing near to God. You see, these two have to come together. There has to be the word that brings the washing, but then there has to be an obedience that brings the purifying. And this is where he, he talks about this mind. He's talking about, he says, purify your hearts, you double-minded. You see, the purifying takes place In our minds we must decide to follow after the word instead of our fleshly desires it's a decision purity comes when I begin to decide to do what God wants to do rather than what I want to do amen and it's on a consistent basis the more I obey the purer I become that's how it works The more word I get into me, the more that I obey that word, the more purer that I become, the closer to God I become. That's it. It's a a simple formula, folks. And and, and I just want to make sure we all get this, we understand it. Because what happens many times is one day we choose to follow God's word and the next we choose not to. One minute I'm saying, yes, God, yes, God, and the next I'm going, no, I want to do what I want to do. And see what happens is, is when we get into this mode of doing what I want to do and being disobedient to God's word and doing the things I just want to do, that's when all of a sudden the devil is gonna come and attack again. And we're gonna try to throw up our hands and we're gonna try to resist him because we're not in this place over here where we need to be of uh, being obedient to God, submitted to him, purifying our hands, I mean cleansing our hands and purifying our hearts we're over here doing what we want to do. And then we try to resist the devil and we go, Oh God, why aren't you helping me? Right? That's when we get in that point where we're feeling sorry for ourselves and we're, we're upset because God's not there this time. We feel like he's left us. But no, he didn't leave us. We left him. And it becomes so easy sometimes to just walk away. And it can happen from minute to minute, moment to moment, hour to hour. You can be here in church and be submitted to God and worship Him. Everything's great and you walk out these doors and you get in a fight with your spouse or your kids or something and all of a sudden you're trying to resist the devil. Not your wife or whatever, I'm just saying, you know. You're trying to resist that temptation to get angry and upset and up, you know, hurt and resentful and all those things. And you're trying to resist them on your own right after you walk out of church. It can happen to all of us if we're not staying submitted to God. Amen? So we must choose... We must choose to wash our hands with the word we must choose to purify our hearts with obedience on a regular basis every time every time those situations pop up we need to remember I got to submit I got to submit to God I want you to put that picture in your mind of where Anthony came up here and when I said what posture do you take to submit He went right down on one knee, turned his back to the devil and looked right straight to God. Because that's what you need to remember. Every time that temptation comes into your life is I've got to submit to God. Because when you do that, there is power. There is power to overcome the devil. Because like I said, that's drawing near to God and God comes towards you and the devil runs away. But that's the only way folks in my own strength no matter how hard i try i cannot get the devil to run from me i don't care how big mean bad you are it's not gonna happen because he knows he's bigger meaner and badder than you by yourself but when you have submitted yourself to christ he has to flee He has to flee in your life. So this is the formula for victory in your life. Is this helping you this morning? Is this helping you this morning? I hope it is. I hope it's helping each one of us to remember that it's not a battle in myself. It's not a battle that I can win. It is a battle of me choosing, deciding to submit to God. Submit to God. When I submit to Him, man, then everything turns around. And it sounds so simple, doesn't it? But sometimes it's so hard to do. Because our flesh is strong. We think we can do it. We think we can make it. But trust me, I've been through this so many times. And I can tell you it just won't work. It just won't work without submitting to him. So now you see the very... Something very important here through what we have seen just in these two verses. The sequence is so important. Okay? The sequence is so important because so many times we want to resist the devil before we submit to God. And it will not work that way. So you must submit to God, then resist the devil, then he will flee from you. Then you have to draw near to God. He doesn't start with you cleansing your hands or purifying your heart. Aren't you glad of that? No, that's something important also to remember. Is that God in this sequence says, draw near to him first. He doesn't keep you out because of you, because of where you were. He wants to know I've submitted to him right now, and then he comes running towards you. It's much like the parable that I shared last week about the prodigal son. The prodigal son had a change in his life, in his heart, in the pig pen. It was at that point that he realized, man, the servants in my father's house eat better than what I do. They're taken care of better than I am right here. I think I will go and I will plead with my father to just let me be a servant in his household. What is that? That's submitting, isn't it? He decided, I'm going to go and submit to my father. Now he was on his way home, still covered in, if you've ever been in a pig pen. All the stuff that's in a pig pen. It's nasty. He was dirty. He wasn't clothed well. He didn't have shoes on his feet. We know this because the Father comes running to him. When he sees him afar off, he comes running to him. This is a picture of our Heavenly Father. Whenever we begin to submit to Him, He comes running immediately. He wants you. He desires you. He wants to be with you. But He gets up there and He gives you that big hug and He goes, Whoo, Boy, where have you been? Go get Him some new clothes. Go get Him some shoes. Get a ring and put on His hand. I want Him, to, but He's got to get cleaned up. Amen? That's what he does. See, he comes running to you first. He embraces you first. He wants to be near you, but then he's going to clean you up. And it comes through the water of the word and obedience. That's how it comes in all of our lives. But just know this, he's not going to reject you. He wants you. He desires you. He is running after you. As soon as you submit to God, he's right there. He's right there. Once you take that first step toward him, he immediately runs in your direction. Immediately. When we make that first step of humility in our life and acknowledge we don't know it all and can't figure it all out, God is right there. He comes running to our rescue. He wants to put new clothes on our back. Shoes on our feet, a ring of authority on our finger that tells everyone that we're his child. We belong to him. Too many times we want to get everything out of order in this formula. We want to try to resist the devil and we want him to run from us so that then we can get our hands clean and our hearts purified so that then we can draw near to God. And submit to him Isn't that normally how the formula goes because we think I got to do this I got to do that I've got to do this I have to I have to get the devil to leave and I have to get myself right I have to do all these things right in my life or else God's not going to accept me but it's not true it's another lie of the devil and you need to Rebuke that lie and say, that's not true. God said, come and submit to me and draw near and he will come running to you. And that devil will flee and he will clean you up. That's how it works, folks. Joshua, if you go ahead and come back up. If you try to resist the devil before you submit to God, you'll lose every time. It'll happen every time. If you try to cleanse your hands before you draw near to God, it won't work either. Because I can't make myself clean. I can't make myself stop doing those things. I can make the right decision in myself to submit to God, to submit to his word, to submit to that purifying in my life. I can do those things, but I can't make that stuff stop that's God that does that when I'm submitted to him if you try to purify your heart by walking in obedience to God's word then then you will be clean then you will be pure so the formula is submit to God resist the devil draw near to God allow him to draw near to you cleanse your hands and purify your heart that's the formula folks and that's what will bring victory in your life every single time every single time when we get them out of order when we try to do everything in our own strength it will never happen but when we get this formula right we can have the victory every time every time let's all stand as we conclude the service today Bow your hearts and your heads right now for just a moment. Nobody looking around. It's so important that we make that first step of submission to God. That we, in our lives, make that first point where we say, God, I need you because I've been trying to do it all on my own and I can't do it anymore. I just can't do it myself. I need you in my life. Will you come in and make me what you want me to be? Will you save me? Save me from myself, Lord. If you're here today and maybe you've never made that commitment or maybe you did a long time ago and you know you're at a point where you need to to get submitted back to God again today. You need to make that commitment once again in your life. You need to say, God, I submit to you and I'm giving it all into your hands. I'm going to stop trying to do it myself and I'm going to submit to you. If that's you today, I just want you to lift up your hand because I want to pray with you today. I want to have prayer with you if that's you today. Got to make that first step. Amen. Anyone else? I'm going to say a prayer. Even if you didn't lift your hand, if you want to say this with me. Jesus, I submit to you. That means I give up. And I put it in your hands. God, I put my life in your hands. Heal me. Forgive me. Set me free. Make me your child once again. Bring salvation into my life today. Now, Lord, I just pray for everyone in this room, Lord God, as they have heard this message and they hear this formula for victory in their life. Lord, I see so many Christians that are walking less than victorious in their lives today. They're walking in defeat. They're down and they're depressed. And They don't know where to turn. And God, that's not what you've called your children to be. Lord, you never called your children to be in a pig pen you called us to be sons and daughters of the most high god wearing royal robes and a ring on our finger and lord i'm praying right now in jesus name that you would help everyone in the sound of my voice god to be able to walk in victory in jesus name lord god that we will be able to stand up to the enemy not by standing in our own strength but falling on our knees in submission to you oh god Father, I pray that you would help us to get this right in the right order because, God, when we submit to you, resist the devil, draw near to you, then you will draw near to us, and then we can cleanse our hands and purify our hearts, and, God, we will live in the peace and victory that you have chosen for our lives. Lord, help us to walk in this every day, Lord God, in victory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't we sing that song that you're, you're playing right there? Can you sing that for us? Amen. Let's just let's close with singing a song. Amen. We we'll got a little bit of time. Let's praise Him today. There is power Amen. in the name of Jesus. Yes, there is. Yes.